Good morning, this is Pastor James Phipps at Wilson General Baptist Church. Glad you could make it. And we give God all the glory and all the praise. For this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. So as we open up in prayer, we thank you, Father God, for this wonderful day. For you're a great God and a mighty God that we serve. Holy Spirit, we ask that you lead us, guide us, and direct us into all truth in wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And we ask of this in revelation of your word that we can not only be hearers of your word, but doers of it as well. And we thank you for this. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. So the lesson today, what do you really value? What do you really value in your life? That's what this is about. What do we really value? You know, when you really think on this, what's the most important thing to you? It's where you're going to put your time, that's for sure. So in Romans 1.21 and uh, Romans 11.13, let's read those. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I magnify mine office, because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. The Greek word render, magnify, in Romans 11.13 is the same one translated, glorified, in Romans 1.21. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. Therefore, magnify and glorify can be used interchangeable. To glorify God is to magnify him. Magnifying means to make bigger. Technically speaking, we can't affect God's actual size and greatness. However, as far as your perception and experience of Him goes, you can make God bigger or smaller in your life. It all depends on how you think. It depends on the choices you make and the things you focus on. You can either magnify God and diminish your problems or vice versa. The sad truth is that most of us have become masters at making the smallest, most insignificant things bigger while minimizing God and His Word. Even if the Lord doesn't intervene and fix this situation that you're so upset about, in 12 months, you'll forget about it. You know, it's just a matter of time that we start moving into something else. And then we start, we've got another problem. But instead of magnifying the problems that you have, start magnifying God that you have. Start giving God all the glory. Minimize the problem. The reason so many people and so many things happen are so messed up emotionally today is because they have misplaced values. They've not put their values in Christ. They've not put their values in God and, and what His Word says. They hear it, but they're not doers of it. But if you're a doer of His Word, 
you wouldn't worry about the things of today. For greater is he that lives in me than he that's in the world. We're the one who magnifies or minimizes everything that comes into our lives. The way we magnify the Lord and make him bigger is by glorifying, praising, and thanking him. And I mean thanking him, and I mean praising him. Just just get happy. And if you're not happy, make yourself happy. You know, start singing that song. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, make it up. Just start singing to him. Just start praising him. Start giving him all the glory. And you'll start laughing. You'll start praising him and thanking him for what he's doing instead of what you're in. It don't matter what you're in. It's going to be changing. Everything changes. Everything. We're in a matter of time. We're getting older. We're not getting younger. And we're getting closer to heaven. Praise God. The way you magnify the Lord and make him bigger is by glorifying, praising, and thanking him. You know, you can find someone in the Word who had a similar situation and overcome it. You can find someone in there and see how they did it. Then when you see how they did it, then you start meditating on it. Meditate on it and make those things more real to you than what your bank account is, your relatives, your friends, or even what your own mind says to you. You need to get to a place where God's word is true and the Lord is far bigger than the situation that you're in. And if you'll turn there to me, is Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20, verses 20 through 22. It states, As they went forth, Josephat stood and said, Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise and the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army, and to say, praise the Lord, for this mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Amorim, Moab, and Mount Sirah, which were come against Judea, and they were smitten when they started praising God, giving God all the glory. All Satan has to do after the Lord moves in your life is to put you in a situation where you compromise in some way or another. So you got to hold stud fast. you got to stand. You can't just compromise. You have 
all these other things that are so important to you and me that you have to maintain. So you walk away from the revelation of God sometimes. And see, that's the one thing he wants you to do is walk away from the revelation of God. You need to stand on what God's told you to stand on. Believe in it. Receive it. Don't let it go. God's love, joy, peace, healing, anointing, presence, or anything else is there for you now the same as the moment you experienced him. See, when you first got saved, it was wonderful. Everything was good. Well, it's still that same way. You've just not stayed with him like you were. You have to stay in that word and believe what he says and apply it to your life. Then you'll see great success. You can go back and refresh those things in your life by glorifying God. Just praise him. Give him all the glory. Thank him for what he's doing for you. Thank God that you can walk or talk or you can run. Thank God you can see and you can hear. There's so many things we can thank God for. It would never stop. Thank him for the food. God never stopped releasing or transmitting, but you quit receiving. And sometimes we all quit receiving, but he's never stopped releasing his word and transmitting his love toward us. In Romans eleven twenty nine, it states here, for the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. And I wanted to read another one, Revelation 2, 4. It says, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. You know, he's first. He's not second, he's first. And when you make God first, then he makes you first in everything. But there is no other choice. You have to make him first in your life, above everything else. Because... You think, well, no, I really love my children. No, he loves them more than you do. Do you know when a hair falls out of your child's head or when one grows back? Nope, you don't, but he does. So don't tell me you love them more. He knows them, he made them, and he'll direct them if you'll give them over to him. Receive by faith what the Lord has already provided by grace. And we talked about faith last, last message. Just receive it by faith. Just stick your hand out there and receive it, just like if someone was handing you something. Just say, I receive that in Jesus' name. And take it. Sometimes that physical, just reaching out and grabbing it and saying, thank you, God, for this, whatever it may be, whatever situation, whatever circumstance, and receiving it and taking it is powerful. And you get that image. In the midst of David's darkest moment, he magnified God. David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. In 1 Samuel 30, chapter 30, verse 6, David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. 
And that's what you do. You just start lifting and magnifying God, how good He is, what He's doing. All the blues will go away. And you'll start praising Him because He inhabits the praises. You can choose to get down. You can bawl and squall and gripe and complain. Or you can choose to magnify and glorify God. Make Him bigger than the situation you're in. Make the situation small in your life and make him big. Sometimes I have to literally shut out what's going on in my life and force myself to focus on God. I just have to get away from everything and just focus on God. And if you'll do that, sometimes you'll get a direction from what he wants. And all the noise around you will stop when you're starting to magnify him and give him the glory and shut everything else out. Just shut it off. Get away from it, whatever it takes. And the reason some of us don't operate in more faith is because we haven't spent any time magnifying God and verbally acknowledging that He's bigger than our problems. It says uh, in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, I want to read this. It says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And he was strong in faith and giving glory to God. And of course, that was Abraham. He was strong in faith. How? By giving glory to God. Think about that. He was strong in faith. And how was he? By giving glory to God. Just giving God the glory. Thanking God for what he's doing. Thanking God for what he's done. Thanking God for being God. He's possessor of heaven and earth. He's got everything in his hands. We think we're in control, but we're not in control. He's all in control. And that's why I love him. is because he's king of kings and lord of lords possessor of heaven and earth and deliverer of all evil. He's a good God and he loves you. When you magnify and glorify him, your faith rises and anything is possible. Remember that. I want to say this again. When you magnify and glorify him, your faith rises and anything is possible. All things are possible to him that believeth. In Mark 9.23, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things. Not some things. It says all things are possible to him that believeth. It didn't say some things. It said all things. Jesus, in the whole verse, it says, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe. If you can believe it, and you believe it, all things are possible. To him that believeth, which is your faith. You have faith in that word? If he said you're going across, you're going across. Do you believe it? Well, if you do, then you're going across. But if you don't, you won't ever cross. You'll stay where you're at, in the molly grubs. Or you'll go on to glory and praise God, and you'll see joy and peace and long-suffering, gentleness, kindness will be part of your heritage. 
and you'll see God move in your life and you'll be able to help others because we've all been there. We've all been there. But we gotta get out of there. And then once we get out of there, it's our job to help others to get out and to show them how, how we did it through the word of God and just giving God all the glory. Your relationship with the Lord is really the only thing that matters in your life. That's it. Your relationship with the Lord is really the only thing that matters in your life. That's the only thing that really truly matters is that relationship. Because when you maintain that relationship with God, he takes care of everything else. You don't have to worry about nothing else. You maintain that relationship with him, he'll talk to you. He'll tell you what to do. He'll tell you how to do it. But see, it takes maintaining it. He's not up there with a big club going to hit you on the head. He wants you to succeed. He loves to see his servants prosper. He loves it. And he loves us. As you consistently place the appropriate value and worth upon it, whatever you're doing, you'll stay full of healing, joy, peace, deliverance, anointing, power, whatever you need, as long as you consistently place the appropriate value and worth upon the Word of God and God Himself. You'll stay full of healing, joy, peace, deliverance, anointing, the power, whatever you need. It'll be there for you. But He's first. He's not second. He's not going to take second. And you, you know, you go, well, how do I know I'm doing that? How do I know if I'm not doing that? Well, whatever you meditate on, whatever you're putting your time into, where are you putting your time? That'll tell you an awful lot. Tell you quite a bit right there. Ow, that hurt, didn't it? Sure did me. Uh, so see where we're putting our time. You're the one who determines how full you are. God isn't the one who decides that. You are the one who determines how full you are. You determine it. God isn't the one who decides you have a free will. He gives you that opportunity. And you want to get as full as possible and running over. You know, I lift my cup up, Lord. Do you want that cup half full or running over onto others? I want mine running over. True revival is simply you becoming so full of God that you overflow onto someone else. That's true revival. You know, we can say we're going to have a revival, but when you're, when you're so full and the Holy Spirit's so much in you and you're just flowing over, it flows over on other people. And they're like, man, I like being around you. Well, I'm just a lot happier. I wasn't too happy until I met you today because you're full of God and you're overflowing on Him. And that lifts, when you, when you lift God up, all men will come to you when you're lifting Him up because the joy, the peace is upon you. People want that. Well, if that, that becomes contagious and then you can help others and then those others come out and they can help others. And that's the power of God. 
So let's stay full of God. Amen? Let's stay full of His Word. Let's see where we're putting our time and our effort. And let's see God work. As we give God more time, watch, He'll give you more time. As you give God more time and more of you, watch what He does to you. He'll bless you more than you can even imagine. And don't try it. Do it. Don't see how it's going to go. Just go do it. And stand. Say, Lord, I'm putting you first in everything. Everything I do, I'm putting you first. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this message. We thank you, Father God, that we're going to start placing value upon you, magnifying you, and making our problems small. When we magnify you, we're going to make our problems small. They're going to shrink because we're not going to magnify them anymore. We're going to magnify you and give you all the glory. Whatever situation we're in, we're going to give you all the glory. In Jesus' most precious name, we love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Well, folks, um, praise God. And we'll talk again. Give me a call. Put a message on our website if you want to. WGB-church.com Go look at our website. There might be some things on there that you'd, you'd like to look at. So uh, praise God, love you guys, and God bless. Amen.